the world gets in my way I need to make a getaway So I ride down that old dirt road The same place I always go It does it so good sometimes To be alone from time to time Take the time and let it all go Watch the world go by real slow Hey, the music fading away, that tells us it's time to kick off another episode of Last Hobo's Ramble. I'm uh, John. And I'm Adam. And we are the Last Hobos. So, let Adam kick us off here with the uh, formalities of where you can find us at, hear us at, see us at, things like that, and all that good stuff. And then we'll get, get started on our, what episode are we on, Adam? This is 11. Episode 11. Episode 11. So we've been doing this for a couple of months now, at least. Mm-hmm. Probably a little more than that, almost three months. So welcome back, everybody. I know we skipped this week. And I think we skipped two weeks, didn't we? We need, had a little bit of R&R there, kind of give us a little break. And today we're back at you, but tell you how to get a hold of us so email is last hobos ramble at gmail.com uh, that's a good one goes to both of our phones so we get you any time of day there got any questions or something you'd like for us to to ferret out or look into let us know uh, tiktok is last hobos ramble 4 post a great variety of videos on there uh, recently we put metal detecting video got a few that's it got a few boat rides on there got a got some humor so it just depends you get a little bit of everything on there um i know sometimes john gets some some good stories from the breakfast club uh, in the mornings that, that we put on there so those are normally a big hit uh, Facebook, where Last Hobos Ramble, that one's pretty easy to find. And am I missing? Oh, YouTube. We're on YouTube as well as Last Hobos Ramble. Uh, just look for the LHR logo with the Texas flag colors and the, the Lone Star. If you hit subscribe on there, it'll alert you every time we put something new on there. You won't even have to, you know, you don't want to have to go back and forth and check. That way, if we, uh, if we do have a week off or something like that, you know, it'll tell you uh, when you come back. When we when we come back, it will tell you there's a new video up and playing. And you know, like Adam said, we did take a couple. I thought it was a week off, but maybe it was two. If you see something on there that you like in the videos, let us know. If you see something you don't, let us know. But, yeah, if you guys see a video you like, Adam mentioned the uh, metal detecting video. It's done pretty well for us. And we just grabbed up a couple of our metal detectors. I, I've got one. Adam has one. And he took me to a spot down close to where he lives. Um, uh, you want to tell them where we were at, Adam? We're going to be top secret. Uh, we just went down in a creek where they have some little swim area there and uh metal detected for a little bit yeah, uh, there probably what an hour right real quick before we get too far though what i did forget to tell everybody that's one of my my chores weekly 
uh, all of the podcast streaming platforms or the podcast is available. So you can subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, and there's even a few of them that I don't even I'm not I don't I'm not familiar with them, but but sure. it goes on to them. RSS.com backslash podcasts backslash last hobos ramble and you get all the episodes right there if you want to play them on your computer you can do it there uh and then we also publish each episode on youtube so right and what most people do is if you're not a big time podcast listener and maybe some of you just friends with us and listen because you know us that that's great uh, a lot of people they download these things and listen to them on their way back and forth to work and things so uh, maybe gives them a little entertainment before and after work or lightens up their drive time. So that's probably where we play best. We're definitely not the cadence you need for working out. If you do nah, we're not. jogging or running or strenuous nah. workouts, yeah. nah, our voices don't even match that activity. Nah. So Well, and neither do our personality. So, Hey, <laughs> uh, but, you know, Amanda asked me earlier, uh, Speaking of that, about our, our our cadence and our voice and then our personalities, of course, they could see us. They'd know why exercising along with us is not a good idea. Uh, Amanda was watching and she said, you know, I, I wonder why they don't ever have any really big people on naked and afraid. And I'm like, because they would just stay there for 21 days. I was fixing to say, we have an answer because they yeah. would win. They would win every time. Exactly. I'll- I mean, <laughs> not there's several reasons okay first of all that's not going to be great for your ratings no nobody wants to see us naked or big no, people naked so. there's a lot of surface area there yeah. uh and then two there's a surface area problem with mosquitoes right yeah i mean we don't there's a lot of mosquito bites on that show and then two uh three excuse me uh is just the simple fact like john said it's no competition Nah. We've all been practicing for that sort of thing for years. So yeah. 21 days, all we're going to need is a swig of water every now and then. We're good to go. Exactly. Matter of fact, by the time we come off of there, we'll look like we done had the some kind of surgery. That's right. Well, you've been working out with Richard Simmons. That, <laughs> right. That's a throwback, right? That's right. Not everybody will get that one, but that's okay. That's all right. They can look it up. That's what the Google's for, man. Yep, you just call somebody and ask for directions. That's right. Uh, we try to keep it clean for the most part. Uh, uh, we like to think that we're good for the family, the whole family. So uh, normally we'll let you know if we're going to talk about something that's a little yeah, risque. But I really don't think, other than some spooky stuff with Mitchell Whittington. Uh, and that contest is still going on our Facebook page or email if you'll send us uh, your your favorite story from Mitchell Whittington at the Grove uh, in Jefferson, Texas, he when he was on, send us the favorite story and uh, post it on the Facebook post. Uh, we'll get one of those autographed books to you that he provided for us. Uh, well, now, hang on, we're gonna we're gonna pick a winner and send one of those autographed books, right? Yes, yeah. Not we'll everybody that comments gets an autograph. No, un- unfortunately, <laughs> we don't have that many, but. We'll pick a winner out of everybody that, that comments their favorite story. And I think and, so and far there's thanks to the ones who have. 
Yes, absolutely. We appreciate it more than you know. Uh, we also have uh, some ratings that people have been leaving us on our podcast. So any anytime you do that, that helps. So absolutely. Uh, so far, so they've speak. all been very very pleasant, polite ratings. So either way, though, let us know what we can do better or any suggestions or comments or requests we'll we'll entertain just about anything so you want to go ahead and kick us off adam on this week's subjects yes yeah, so this week we're going to talk a little bit about uh metal detecting uh something john and i've done off and on for years um it's actually surprisingly it will be surprising for some of you a really big hobby in the state of texas uh, several people have youtube channels and we probably won't get too much into the stepping on their toes with stuff, but we'll mention when we get to go, because uh, like we said, Texas fun, Texas activities, right? Uh, and that's one of them. There's a lot of good places in Texas that you can metal detect. Uh, and today we're also going to talk a little bit about the Gretsch uh, G2622T. Uh John and I, I purchased one a while back. It's a uh, semi-hollow body guitar, um, the Streamliner, and we've uh, finally got to get together and, and look at it together, and I think John probably has some comments on it as well, but uh, kind of do a little review about it. Um, I know we talked about Gretsch in another one of our episodes. Uh but we'll, we'll get into it pretty as deep as we're going to get into it. Uh, John's quite a bit better guitar player than I am. and My son can make it sing, and then I pretty much insult it with the few chords that I know every now and then. So, Yeah, so which one of those you want to start on, metal detecting or the, the guitar? Yeah, we can hit the metal detecting first if you want. Yeah, well, that was a good time, man. We went down there to that creek. It's, of course, that was in your neighborhood. Uh, I came down there, and I think that was the second weekend I came down there. Uh, mm-hmm. First weekend, I forgot to bring my metal detector, uh, which that, that doesn't bode well to do metal detecting. But uh, second weekend, I did remember to bring it, and we got down there, and we didn't have a whole lot of daylight left. Like I said, I think we spent a little about an hour or so uh, in this creek, and I don't remember. I, I left all of it with you, but we found some fishing weight. We found, uh, I, was, well, I guess that was costume jewelry. I don't think it was real when I looked at it. Yeah, it was a, I mean, it was like a little, uh, is that what you call it, costume jewelry or I'm trying I, to think of I'd say costume jewelry. I mean, it was a little ring. looked like it might have been for a teenage girl or something. Uh, yeah, it was just a little non... It was non-precious metal, non-diamonds, probably some kind of cut glass. But uh, it was a cute little ring. And that, what I always try to remind people when you're metal detecting and you find something like that, that was someone's treasure at one time. They may, That might have meant the world to some girl out there. You know, uh, you don't ever know. But we found a, a dime and, I don't know, a little bit of change. We found a, 
man, let me tell you, I don't know how many twist off caps we found. But, you know, and when you're metal detecting, it's kind of a thing that you pick up the trash and throw it away. You know, you don't throw it back. So you're kind of cleaning. Well, you're not kind of. You're cleaning the environment as you go a little bit. And uh, that may sound a little bit nerdy, but, you know, we're all in stewardship of this earth. So, you know, I'm not a want to do away with the internal combustion engine by no means. But, you know, to purposely destroy something that makes no sense either. So when we're out there, Adam and I picked up a, quite a few beer caps and things like that. So uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. And, and I tell you, sometimes when that metal detector goes off, your old heart starts pounding because on the ring, it showed, if I remember right, Adam, it showed ring and something like a 95 or something. It was way up there. So, you know, we... Confidence was pretty high. I was telling Adam, that's exactly what it showed when I found a man's wedding ring one time. And I snuck over and was washing the sand out of the scoop. And I got to rattling around there. I seen it and started rattling. And I said, you ain't going to believe it. He said, well, it's a beer cap. And I said, no, it's a ring. So, you know, for that, just about a minute, it was real, real exciting. So, And uh, that that video, that little clip is on TikTok. Uh, surprisingly enough or not surprisingly enough it was one of those holes where you keep digging and you're about four scoops in and you're thinking man this thing's playing tricks on me but it it actually that was I'll say in quotes that was the treasure find for the day there uh, like John said we're only out there about an hour uh, and, and as far as cleaning up you'll never meet a, a metal detectorist that is a litterer no. uh, because they know the heartbreak of digging something that they think might be a treasure and it's your Budweiser cap from 12 years ago. Right. Uh, guys, we got to take, especially in a creek or a stream or a river, you know, I, I know y'all get out and y'all are having a good time on the sandbars and, and that's fine. That's what those are there for. But man, just, it only takes a second to throw your cap back in your cooler and, and you can clean it out when you get home. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, it, it's, and on top of that, you're going to be mad if your kid steps. So if your three-year-old steps on one, cuts their foot, it's not well, going to be as cute as a Jimmy Buffett song. You're I was going to say, unless they, unless they go home and write a Margaritaville or something out of it, then you're going to be okay with it. But if the three, that if, happening, if uh, the, if the three-year-olds are going home and cranking up the blender, then we probably need <laughs> bigger talks about it. But, yeah, yeah, I get where you're coming from. Well, that and might, probably, that some, might probably John, John or Adam when they were three, maybe. Yeah. Probably some things we ought to cover about some do's and don'ts with metal detecting, if you guys are interested. Uh, there is a, a good metal detector shop in Spur. Is that considered Spurger over there? Yeah, right and, in the middle. Uh, what's the name of that place, Adam? I can't remember that one. I'm going to say B&D Metal Detectors. Sounds right. It's Butch and Debbie. Is that right? Uh, I think so. Yeah, well, either way, they're, they're real good source for all things metal detecting, even places you can go. And look, there's a lot of rules that go with metal detecting. One, 
make sure whose property you're on. Okay. Adam and I like to go do a lot of things, but we don't go trespassing. Okay. So make sure where you're at and make sure if you're on someone's private property, you have permission to be there. You know, also, um, a lot of the national lands and things you can't do, you can't go into national parks. So, you know, check with someone before you go there. There are some exceptions. Did you ever get an email back on those questions you asked from? So I did email a couple of folks this week. Uh, I have not received an email back. Okay. Um, I will say this. If you live nearby the park that you're wanting to, to detect in, uh, the the ranger will be able to answer any question you have. Uh, some places will let you do it, but you gotta gotta get a permit, and you have to detect only in improved areas, uh, campsites, that kind of thing. Uh, and, and the reason is, a lot of that land was once other things that you don't want to be digging in. So Indian right. burial grounds. Uh, or other kind of archaeological stuff that it's okay to go camp over an Indian grave, but let's don't dig it up, okay, buddy? If I know about it, I'm gonna camp next door, <laughs> not on top. Okay. Anyway, I was just picking about that, but yeah, it is it is October, but yeah, you you have to be careful and don't be afraid to, be to ask permission, but also don't be upset to have to accept a no, you know. And uh, I recommend having someone go with you. Because anything could happen. You could fall in that creek and trip. You could break an ankle. You could get bit by a snake. Things like that. But also, there's a lot of unsavory characters out there who see you with a metal detector. And they think, well, he's probably found a bunch of stuff or this and that. And then you're carrying a metal detector that could cost anywhere from, you know, $50 at a garage sale up to, what, a couple thousand? So, you know, you got to be careful with what people are around you. So a lot of, a lot of metal detectors use headphones. If you got those headphones on, you can't be paying attention to what's around you as easy. So uh, it pays to have someone there with you to keep an eye out. Especially if you go where Adam takes you, because he likes to go to some, some places that are a little bit sketchy. It happens. Oh, the newer detectors, a lot of them are equipped with Bluetooth, and so that, that's really nice. John and I don't have newer detectors, but if yeah. if somebody from Nocta or Garrett or White, uh, not White's, Garrett on White's now, uh, or Mine Lab, Mine Lab were to hear us, we would be more than happy to uh, try it out and, and yes, give people an honest review. That's right. Yeah. Uh, we don't mind at all, but those with the Bluetooth capabilities would be nice because you can put that one earbud in and still have that other ear. Uh, Absolutely. But uh, one of the other rules is, is it, <laughs> I love this one because when I first started, I was like, really? Y'all got to tell people that? Don't go metal detecting in the cemetery. <laughs> Hey, you, you're laughing, but you know it's true. I know it's true because you and I talked about it the other day. The, guys, it, look, like we said, just be you're, mindful and respectful. 
what could you possibly dig up in the cemetery you're going to want to find is my question. Well, yeah, you yeah, but you know. I know. I look. I I'm I'm not that big on cemeteries anyway, so you ain't got to worry about me going in one just to metal detect, you know. So but uh, just just keep that in mind historical markers uh you got to be real careful just just check with somebody before you bite off something you you don't really want to chew on and if someone lets you uh metal detect their place one way to get permission is one you always want to get permission but one thing you can do is say look if you let me metal detect your place i will bring you everything that i find and one, we can either split it, or two, I'll give it all to you. I just, I'm just in it for the finding part of it. I just enjoy that part. You know, we're making a video. We're gonna have it video recorded what we found. But you know, if we find something, you're more than welcome to it since it's your property. And and you know, because because it's hard to get people to let you on their property. Uh, another thing you need to do is make sure that you cover up any holes you dig. Now, if you're on a beach, that's not as big a deal. But if you're on solid ground and you dig, a, like Adam said, a hole that takes, you know, four good scoops out, uh, you don't want to leave that there for somebody to twist their ankle on or start eroding or anything like that. You want to fill it back in with the dirt that you had there and pat it down. If you full grass up, put the grass back on top of it and then go. Because those are things that get you invited back. If they go back out there and it looks like a Caddyshack, you know, you're probably not ever getting to come back to that place. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then not only – so we say this a lot. It's just like if we go into the guitar store down the in Beaumont and we're acting a fool, well, we make guitar players look bad. You know, if you go out to the – the somebody's property and you're digging holes you're making all the metal detectorists look bad you know you gotta try to represent the group that you're you're involved with at that point whether you want it to be or not you're you're representing those people anyway it's one of those things we'll probably end up talking about it some more uh if we get the chance and go find some cool stuff um I don't have a problem talking about it. And it's one of those hobbies that once you do your initial investment for the metal detector, and like John said, you can you can get in anywhere from probably three hundred to a thousand dollars and be just fine. And after that, all it costs you is gas. Well, uh, and you're it's not like buying a computer. You know, you buy a computer, and by the time you get it set up and at home and everything. In a month or two, it's outdated. Metal detectors, I, I don't know if they're outdated at that point or not. I've had mine for 10 or 15 years, and it works just like the day it was new. You know, keep keep good batteries in it. Keep it clean. If you bring it home from the beach, rinse it off, you know, things like that. But no, never had one issue out of mine. So Anyway, so... I guess if you don't have anything else about metal detecting, John, we can move on over to the Gretsch there. One of my favorite subjects. Yeah. 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 Guitar. 
So it's the Gretsch G2622T in a Torino green. Uh, streamliner center block double cut with Bigsby. Okay, so Adam had done, you know, kind of the general impressions of it. And, you know, he seemed to have liked it from what we got. I've been waiting a, probably a couple of months for an invite to come down and look at it. But finally got there and... Uh, I was very impressed with it. I, I'll just I'll call it an economical instrument. It's not it's not really out of anyone's means who has a, a regular job. I think it's affordable. The guitar played well. Uh, the setup on it felt good to me. The strings were at a nice height to where you could play. I'm I mostly play rhythm. I'm not really a lead player, but just the neck felt good. I don't know what the profile of that neck is. I'm I'm sure you could look on your 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 Google or whatever you got a word you keep looking at. Uh, but I'm sure you could tell us. But it gives a profile. But it's a it's a very very nice instrument. I thought that I might not like it because it is a semi hollow body. And uh, I was worried about the thickness of it at first, but if you play an acoustic, you'd be very comfortable with it because it's thinner than that, but it's thicker than an electric. <clears throat> the Bigsby, uh, which I think is a cool feature because it's still that old 50s Bigsby style. I love that look on it. That's I didn't really so much like the way that part works, you know, the just the the arm on it. I'm used to more like a fender thin arm or, you know, what I'm talking about, Adam? More mm -hmm. like a bar, just a bar type. Yeah. Uh, I, I think I would get used to that. I don't think it would be something that would stop me from one. Uh, you I know think what color that is also? The color of the guitar? Yeah. It was a Torino green. Torino green. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the, the colors are on those guitars. They have some really neat colors that you can choose from. Uh, like I say, the guitar sounded good. It played really well. It fit me. Uh, I, I'm more of a Strat and Telly person. I actually play a P bass mostly, but I, I really felt comfortable with the guitar and I think for that price that I could get interested in having one myself. Matter of fact, I think we looked at some when we were in Nashville, didn't we? Yeah, you liked the Jet, I believe, which was the so. yep, was the Strat style, uh, which also, I mean, Gretsch makes really nice guitars they do make uh, really nice instruments and even their their affordable or their economic instruments are still built well mm -hmm. uh, you know and they're one of those companies that are they make pretty much a complete line you know from from one thing to the other you get they start at uh they have acoustics they have electrics i think they have basses they have uh, lap steels. They still make drums. So, you know, Gretchen's been around many, many years. 
and it's a company that's been bought and sold a lot of times, but uh, who whoever owns them now, and I'm not familiar with who owns them. I don't keep up with that part anymore, but they seem to be like they have a real good product line and they're staying with it, you know. And if I can keep talking here, there there was a time when a, a guitar made overseas was a a cheap guitar and it wasn't very good or, or very well made. But I think now with CNC machining like it is, that that cutout that they're doing and the uh, carving they're doing of the tops and such, then they use the same pickups. The only difference they're really making is on the labor. The woods are probably the same type of wood, you know, things like that. So it being made overseas is probably a labor thing. And that's not, I mean, I can't really be mad at them for that because I looked at a lot of Gretsch guitars this weekend in my spare time, and I was seeing $3,000 was not unusual. And not everybody can afford a $3,000 guitar, you know? So, you know, we got to keep it where people can can get into them and you want it to be where kids can buy them as they're growing up. If you got a three, nothing but $3,000 guitars, that's, you know, Tom Anderson. You know, we love Tom Anderson. But I just can't go buy a Tom Anderson guitar ever every year or ever well i can't go buy one ever because i'm not allowed to buy anymore but I, it's a lot of money you can end up with a lot of money in them so uh, and i'm real glad that there's some companies out there making quality products at a lower price yeah and i mean that was a big selling point on this one i like the feel because i'd played with one of them at guitar center but uh, did you buy it at Guitar Center? I did. I bought it at Guitar Center. I had to order okay. this particular color online. Uh, they were having a sale. I, I'll tell you what I got it at. The MSRP on the Gretsch side is four ninety nine. I didn't pay near that. It, they had it on for I think three seventy nine, and I think after taxes and. I think I had to pay some shipping because they shipped it in. It was like, man, eh, a little over $400. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, you can't can't really beat it, to be no, honest with you. No, uh, and, and Guitar Center does some big sales three or four times a year. And if you can wait till those sales come up to get what you want, you can save a pretty good amount of money. And that, so, like... Green's probably my favorite color. That green right there pops. I mean, it's a beautiful color. The uh, Bixby, I, I mean, it really is. I like the paddle style, uh, the little bit wider, flatter bar. The downside, I think, would be you you can't take it off of there. So you got one on your strat. You can unscrew it, put it in the bag if you don't want it. Uh, on this one, you just kind of have to turn it down and get it out of your way and, and go to town. But I, it's not something that's held me back. Uh, has a good sound in the amp and also just sitting there playing, you know. It still has enough that you can practice without your amp if you want. 
Um, it's the thin U as far as the neck shape goes. Uh, really easy to get your hands around there. My fingers are the shorter sausage style fingers, so really work well for me. Um, I mean, overall, it's it's a it's a player, you know. I, yeah, I I'd give it, you know, I <laughs> I'd go to probably eight out of ten to be honest with you. And the only reason I, I say eight out of ten, I'm sure that if I really studied on, I'd find something I didn't like. But right off, what what time I played with it down at your house, I I didn't find anything that really made me say I don't want one. You know, so. Yeah, and, and honestly, I gotta really find what. I need to figure out what kind of strings they got on there because they are really nice to my yeah. fingers, especially uh, if you do a lot of bends. They bend real easy. Uh, the guitar likes bends, to be honest with you. It's not one that you got to fight with. Um, I don't know. It, it just smooth all the way around to me. Uh, and my son, who's arguably, not even arguably, he just is a better guitar player than me. He can, uh, he can pound out some interesting stuff on it. I haven't got, I haven't gotten to where he'll take it to practice though. He won't take it to class. I had to buy the the case. I had to purchase separately, uh, which you do. I, I don't know of any guitars that come with cases nowadays for some reason or another. But uh, I purchased the, the case, got it on eBay, I believe, from a, a music company store on there. They shipped it to me. It's the Tweed case. So it's the Tweed hard case and very nostalgic, right? Uh, the whole thing kind of has you feeling like you're in the 70s. It's got the brown fur inside the case and everything. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think you saw the case. but No, I didn't. Uh, yeah, it's the whole thing makes you think you're fixing to go play with Chet Atkins or Jerry Reed, man. It's like a back-in-time deal. Of course, they had the country gentlemen, but Gretsch supplied them. And uh, we'll right. say the same. We'll say the same thing we did last time. We talked about Gretsch guitars, and same thing we just said about the metal detectors. If Gretsch wants to send us a Chet Atkins or a, or a Falcon or a country uh, gentleman. Yeah, any other one they got. Hey, any other one that they and got. It's a lamp steel. We'll take that. That's it. Send us this. Send us this. <laughs> any of them. We don't care. We'll tell you all about it. Oh, yeah. You know what I found interesting about that guitar is I felt as comfortable playing a, a gospel waltz on it as I did playing, you know, a Van Halen song. I didn't see where it was. Uh, you know, sometimes a, a guitar seems to lend itself to one style of music or another, and, and that's and that and that's because some of them are built that way. You know, the guitars with the the wide flat necks are for playing fast on and things like that. But that guitar, just, I didn't feel like I was limited to any certain style while I was playing it. If I wanted to switch over to blues or country or our gospel, I didn't, I didn't see any difference. It all felt good and sounded good. Well, and if you, if we're being honest, if you look up any review uh, of this style guitar from Gretsch, everybody says just about the same thing. I could play 
rock, I can play gospel, I can play country. It, it's a, it's just one of those guitars that whatever you're doing, it's there for it. Uh, it is what it is. You can look at the people that, that we've talked about in the other episode about where we talked about the Gretches, you know. Got Brian Tutzer and, you know, Chet yeah. Atkins. That's two. Yeah. Arguably. Wayne Eddie, you that's know, it. Uh, Wayne Eddie. It's, it's a whole list of people that played them. Uh, and, and some of them, you know, we, we probably haven't even actually heard of ourselves. So we, we don't know everything about them. But yeah. But I can say this they, they had enough people playing them that enough top guitar players playing there. Their top end guitars that they they were well known. So, yep. Now I'll throw a little great history at you that you may not have known. At one time, like your the F holes in those uh, semi hollow bodies, those uh, were painted on Gretches. That was a solid top. Really? Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I, I thought that was the most interesting thing that they painted them on there. You know. Hmm. Oh. Just kind of their signature deal, huh? I, you know, I don't really know. I think it was more a sound thing they were playing with, but yeah, it probably just kind of looked like it needed a little something there. And hey, instead of cutting F holes, can we just paint them on? And you know, people ten feet away won't know the difference. And I, man, I didn't know till I looked at one. I was like, oh, I'm not sure this is a real guitar, or a real Gretsch. These are painted on. I was like, yeah, they did that for a little while. And I was like, what? He's like, yeah. So I was kind of, you know, there you are, that learning process, right? But, uh, yeah, I, I still think Gritch is a quality instrument. And I think that, uh, if, you know, if somebody's looking for a good electric guitar for their children, I don't see a problem with it. I think it'd be a good one. Yep. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't have anything else if you uh if you don't have anything else we probably uh can send them off for the evening man yeah if you guys don't mind drop us a line let us know what you'd like to hear us talk about uh, uh we're not going to sell your email address to nobody or nothing like that we don't you know we don't have sponsors or anything like that it's just two guys with some computers and uh an opinion about just about everything so uh, if there's something you want that opinion on, just drop us a line. We'll be glad to talk about it or touch on it or, you know, go investigate it for you if we're nearby, it, you know. Uh, just gives us something to do, so. Yeah, we just everybody keep praying for Israel. I know they're still having their problems over there. And like we talked about last week, uh, last podcast, you know, you still got Chris Christopherson. He's a... Uh, he's, yeah. in hospice care and right. make sure you be sending those prayers out uh, it means a lot even if you don't necessarily see it it's a it's a comfort to somebody yeah they they don't have to know you're praying for them for your prayers to work so uh, yeah you know you don't necessarily need their their permission so, and uh you got Anybody that you would like for us to try to get on the podcast, let us know. We'll be glad to contact them. 
or you send us their information and we'll contact them and see what we can do. Hey, if you don't feel like you fit anywhere else, come hang out with us, okay?